Thank you for listening to Kingdom Dynamics. You are a new creation Christian, which means you stand in heaven and on earth at the same time. You're actually a spirit man that'll live forever, wrapped in a body. As you see what the Father's doing and do it, as you hear what the Father's saying and say it, you literally bring heaven to earth. I'm here to release you to be who you really are. Enjoy listening and don't forget to share it. Hey, Church of the Living God, I'm Jonathan. I'm here to preach and communicate the kingdom of God to you. I say it over and over again, but the message that Jesus preached was the message of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God. When he sent those 70 people out, he gave them power over the works of the devil. Because a kingdom is always in opposition to another kingdom. The Bible says that the violent take it by force. I'm doing an act of violence right now. Because I'm at the very top of the summit at Mount Donna Buang in Victoria. And to tell you the truth, the last three times I tried to get here, the devil resisted me. I found myself lost. I found myself in confusion. I even had, you know, like panic sort of come over me, just demonic, like Jesus crossing to the, 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 the land of the Gerasenes, where the, the wind and the wave resisted him. Because up here, it's very quiet. There are almost no people. There's very little radio transmission noises, but there's very little demonic because at the end of the day, the devil is in people. The devil doesn't enjoy being in a, in a rock or a tree, although he can. And I'm up here as an act of violence on my day off, my one day of rest. I drive for three hours because up here I can hear God so clearly. Now, you don't have to go to a mountain to find God. And a lot of the things I say on this podcast are to get you to access your spirit man who's on the inside of you, who knows all things, who knows who you are and who knows Christ. That's why I'm not here to preach any bad news. I don't have any bad news to preach. As Kevin Zadai said today on a, a podcast I was listening to, I only have good news. And you see, Jesus didn't send out those 70 to gather people to bring them to a synagogue. It didn't say, he didn't say, go and tell them to believe in Jesus. Many people Jesus healed in public and they didn't even know who healed them because there's Biblical accounts of people interrogated by the religious leaders who who said, who asked the person who was healed, who healed you? And they said, I don't know. So Jesus was going about doing good healing all who were oppressed by the devil. Jesus was communicating the good news of the kingdom. He wasn't communicating the good news of 
the church or the good news of salvation or the good news of himself. Yes, he is the gate. He is the way. He is the truth. He is God. I'm not saying I'm God, but I'm saying I'm just like God. I am made in the image of God and I represent God fully on the earth and everything that God owns, I own. It's in the Bible. And so in this podcast, I'm I'm doing two two or three things. I'm speaking to your spirit. I'm not speaking to your mind. That's why sometimes you'll get offended by what I say. Like when I preached about Mary's hymen. You know, there's nothing impure about that. Every woman has a hymen. You know, every man has a penis. But I'm talking about spiritual things. Paul even draws a parallel between, in fact, he connects reproduction, sex, and intercourse with the the bride of Christ and how we're going to marry Jesus. Because everything is pure if you're pure. To, to the pure, all things are pure, Paul said. So what I'm talking about here is when Mary gave birth to Jesus, you see, we, we take these scriptures as religion, but how do we take these same scriptures as power? How do we go to the next level? You know, I don't, I don't play the radio in my car, not because I'm not allowed to, but because the satanic powers literally travel. They literally travel on the airwaves. The devil's called the prince of the power of the air for a reason. And that was before telephone lines and, and wires. I don't, when I turn on the radio in my car, I can feel I'm, I'm actually giving access to my territory to the devil in my own, because I'm, because I'm tuned that way. I'm wired that way. So what I'm saying is John 1 describes reality. See, the spirit of truth is the spirit of reality. So Jesus said, receive the spirit of reality. He will guide you into all reality. So John 1 says that the word became flesh. Well, at what point did the word become flesh? Well, did the word become flesh the moment God overshadowed Mary and the angel put a seed in her womb? Well, the angel probably didn't do it, but the angel asked her permission and she said yes, and the Lord overshadowed her. You see, these two realms are not very far apart. I don't know if you understand that. When we fell, we didn't just fall from dominion. We didn't just fall from... We actually, out the dimension of earth and the dimension of heaven just tilted a, min, a minuscule amount. You know, God is here. Jesus said that when two or more are gathered, I am there with you. Some of your minds are thinking, what is he talking about? But I'm not talking to your mind. <laughs> I'm, I will literally bypass your mind. Who else does that? Jesus. He is the word. He is spirit. 
Hello? Hey? He is spirit, and the church is built up in spirit and truth. And I want to go to a church that's built up in the spirit and in truth, where each person does their part, where we're knitted together in love, where we're built up in love, where the fivefold ministry are laying down their lives and being trampled on underfoot by men who are getting up higher because of our sacrifice. So the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So did that, when was that moment? See, this is what Jesus said in Matthew 13. He who understands the word, understands the word, bears much fruit. You see, the, de- the word is the seed of the kingdom, Jesus says. So the word isn't the Bible, although there's a lot there. You know Jesus is bigger than just the Bible, right? Anyway, so some of you are lost already. That's so sad. But Father, just give them the kingdom anyway, God, because the time is short and we need everyone on the harvest. Yeah. Um, Jesus became flesh and dwelt among us. And so there was a moment when the word became flesh. So did the word Jesus become flesh the the moment he was a sperm? Or did he become flesh when the sperm entered the egg? Or did the word become flesh when the egg split into two, four, 16? Or did the word become flesh and dwell among us the moment his head broke that hymen? His head came out of Mary and it says that God gave his only son. Yes, he gave him on the cross. Yes, he gave him in her womb. Yes, the word became flesh and dwelt among us as he walked those 33 and a half years as he walked on the earth. But but Jesus at one point physically came out of Mary and the word became flesh. And dwelt among us. Why am I saying all these things? Because one reason is I'm speaking to your spirit man. The other reason is I'm preaching the good news of the kingdom of God. And so the king, when you understand the word, that's when you bear fruit. That's why it's so important. If you read Paul's Bible, he has much to tell us that, you know, Jesus said he had so much to tell us, but we couldn't carry the weight of it. And Peter says, it's documented by Peter, his Peter's words in Acts. He says that Paul has many hard things to say. And it's true because Paul, like John, was taken up. But I don't need to visit heaven to know about heaven. One reason is I have heaven inside of me. Another reason is I am in heaven. And that's another point of offense for some people. Here are the big points of, it's just such a, it's so interesting to me. What, so what God is wanting to do is to, to knit heaven to earth, literally to knit. Like the ear that was ripped off the, the soldier, Jesus glued it back on. You know, God wants to come back. He told us to pray, your kingdom come on earth. 
And in the New Jerusalem, we see in Revelation, the New Jerusalem comes out of heaven and ka-chink, clicks into place on the earth, right? So God is wanting to restore, yeah, but he's also wanting to get back to work. And so Enoch was taken. And the Bible talks about the, the rapture in the, in the book of Revelation where, where the church will, will be taken. And there's a moment, and, I, and I'm just saying, what, what's God doing now, this season? God is preparing the bride, and she's being made perfect, but he's going to come in power. He is shaking what can be shaken, because so that what cannot be shaken will remain. There's Ebola virus and SARS and Donald Trump, and there's all of this noise, but God is shaking what can be shaken. He's shaking what, hey, can be shaken so that what can't be shaken, which is a Christian who's standing on the word, a Christian who's standing on the rock, a born again spirit man wrapped in a body who knows who they are, you cannot be shaken. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church. And the church is a spiritual house. It's not that building or that chair or that couch or whatever. And the pastor who's appointed himself pastor, God may not, mm, but God is, is in you and you are the church and you are the pillar and the ground of the truth. What that means is you connect heaven and earth like a pillar and you ground heaven like electricity. You are the earthing line for heaven to touch the earth. And I mean, heaven is inside of you and the kingdom of heaven. Is the, is the demonstration of that other realm through you. And he literally comes out of your voice. He comes out of your hands. And, and he's only a minute away, a moment away. Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is within reach. He says the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What he's saying is, is you a born-again Christian who knows God, who goes to their spirit and doesn't go to their mind. Don't Live in the drama. God's telling you, church, he is jealous. This is the word for you. I hope you hear this, you know, Gary Morgan. I hope you hear this, uh, church of the living God. You see, God is jealous for you. And the Holy Spirit is at war with the flesh. And he doesn't want, he wants to take you out of the drama that is going on in your life. He wants to take you out of the, the Facebook and the Instagram. He, he, wants to, he wants you to bypass your soul. Yes, he's the lover of your soul. Yes, he prospers your soul. Yes, he, to a sense, uh, he does connect with your physical body. He, he heals your body. You might physically feel him, smell him. It's all biblical. It's all permissible. And Philippians wants you to ask him for the stuff that you need. He wants to give it to you that don't feel any shame or embarrassment about asking for everything. But what he's doing in the spirit, this is prophetically now, he wants to come back. And he wants, he, I see it, he sees the church as a perfect bride looking up to heaven, all of us in one accord across the earth. I see the earth and I see the billions of Christians around the earth standing and looking up and their heads pointed to the clouds and in unison and in accord of one, we say, come. And he does. And he comes back. You know, God's holding back words and there are other episodes you can go to. 
So what's he doing? He is perfecting you in love. And what he's going to do, he's going to, this is going to, I'm excited. I'm, I was built for this. The days are coming where he's going to, he, he's going to have to turn up in power because he wants to make you perfect. And I'm going to make you perfect. And others are going to make you perfect because he's going to just have to do it. And all you need to do is, is, is believe and yield to him. He's coming. I'm telling you, there are people coming to churches all around the world who are going to turn up with so much power of the age to come. You will not be able to, you know, walk. You know, the power of God is going to turn up in services. There is going to be such a move of deliverance that's never been seen before where, where church pastors are going to tell people, they're going to put signs on the door saying, if you have sin in your life, don't come in here because you will die. In other words, yes, God accepts you, but you need to repent. If you come in here uh, willfully sinning, the, you know, we can't protect you from, from the, the altar fire of God. And so other, don't get offended. Think about it. You, you, it's, that's not exclusive. That's saying, hey, God is in the house. Even God said to Moses to take off his sandals. And if you see God, you can't see God and live, the Bible says. So God, what, what he's doing is heaven, you know, meeting leaders are no longer there to, to, to perform announcements. You know, God is calling us up to a higher realm. He's wanting, he's jealous over us and he is at war with the flesh. You know, he doesn't want you to come to him with wise sounding words, but with power. And so church services are going to become about, about knitting heaven and earth together in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And so... In these services, God, heaven is going to come together with earth. And so it's not going to be about any man preaching a message. It's going to be about a group of people in submission to Jesus Christ. Angels coming to confirm the word with signs and wonders following. And power will come. Great power will come. And, and every demons will leave and people will shake. And everything that can be shaken will be shaken. And people who come will be burnt on the altar. People who come will be burnt on the altar. So if you come to church, you are giving permission, as it were, that disclaimer. You are giving permission for God to burn everything that is in you. You are giving permission to burn that, Father God, in Jesus' name. And so right now, wow. Wow. Burn, Lord God, that dragon of the Chinese, Lord. There's a dragon of the Chinese, and it's a money dragon. And he's condemning it right now in the flesh. And that dragon is being extinguished. It's still going to be there, but its fire has been put out. And its fire is going to be put out. And that dragon has to die for the sons of God to be revealed. So I thank you, Father, for just smiting that dragon. And 
I don't know, this is me, not the Lord, maybe the coronavirus is to do with that financial satanic system in China being killed. <laughs> but he's killing that dragon. But, but as you come to church, you are going to burn. And I'm telling you, it's beginning right now. Some churches might be already there, but it's beginning right now where the Lord is in your services. The Lord is in your midst. And you don't have to worry. You don't have to do anything. But Jesus is changing everything right now because he's getting the bride ready. He's getting the bride ready to come back 